The Master Financial segment brought to you by Craig's Investment Partners, Gore. This information is general in nature and is not financial advice. Craig's Investment Partners Limited financial advice provider disclosure statement can be found at craigsip.com slash TCS. Joining us on a Wednesday afternoon out of Craig's Investment Partners right here in Gore is, as he always is every couple of weeks, Sam Grant. Good afternoon, Sam. Afternoon, Andy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, always good to have you guys on the must every couple of weeks. We'll get right into it. Last week, the GDT finally having its first rise in four months, and boy, did we need this. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, um, there's been plenty of pain out there for dairy farmers, and uh, yeah, after sort of four months of it, uh, very quickly sort of heading in the wrong direction. Yeah, nice to, I suppose, probably kind of feels like at the moment sort of stopping the bleeding a little bit, but to kind of put it into context, you know, it's like the GDT's down 17.6% this year and yeah. now I'm back about 45% from their highs in March 2022. So, um, yeah, quite a long way away from where we sort of were. And it's obviously Frontier, as all farmers will know, have had to move their... Uh, forecast payout from midpoint at eight bucks down to now, I think it's down to six seventy five. So yeah, quite a large movement there. From your perspective, do you think we can see positive signs for the next eighteen months, or is it too hard to say? Probably a little bit too hard to say at this stage. I think the biggest factor is going to be China and their demand for um, sort of whole milk powder. They do still have some reserves that they're currently sort of working through. So it's kind of like a twofold thing where they had stockpiled a bit of. Bit of reserves, and then that um, they haven't sort of bounced back from sort of COVID lockdowns. The economy isn't probably going to grow at the same rate as it previously had. I think you know, sort of pre-COVID, the Chinese economy was sort of growing around that sort of eight or nine percent, but forecasts have sort of really pinned back to maybe three or four percent. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's a welcome sign to a bit more, um, to at least stabilising at worst. But um, yeah, yeah, I suppose it's kind of hard when you're dealing with China because you don't quite get the full picture sometimes. It's a really hard one to comprehend because when China sneezes, we all catch a cold. Yeah, absolutely these days, you know. Um, you know, it's our biggest trading partner and then, you know, you're going to get it twofold as well because, you know, some, like Australia, which is our, one of our bigger trading partners, um, China's also their biggest trading partner, so you kind of uh, you kind of get it from their biggest trading partner and then some of our smaller ones as well because they um, have such a lot in China as well. The pre-election economic fiscal update came out yesterday and people are saying it's not as bad as it could be, but it's still not that flash, is it? Yeah, effectively it's kind of twofold. Um, it looks like, or effectively we've avoided a recession, so up to this point it probably hasn't been as bad as expected. Um, but what sort of stopped us from having a recession is effectively net migration has been really, really strong. So inflows of people into the country, which is sort of... Uh, stemmed uh, housing prices are sort of stabilised on the basis of that and obviously strong employment growth as well with all these um, additional people coming in and filling say, some of those much needed spaces but as a two side to that coin obviously all these extra people they spend more, puts more inflationary pressure on the um, economy so uh, I think it's going to be a really tough sort of 18 months particularly for whoever sort of gets into power, they're going to have pretty tough time and looking at the numbers going forward, the sort of thinking that um, inflation is probably not going to get down to the 1% to 3% band that was back likes until sort of end of next year, so that's 
almost 18 months away. Interest rates probably won't start coming down until um, just yeah, sort of end of 2024. Uh, so probably looking at long, um, interest, or higher interest rates for longer. And then probably the big key things going forward is um, they tend to expect tax revenue is probably going to be what tax intake has actually been lower in what they forecast earlier in the year and probably is going to be lower going forward. And um, expenses for the government are probably going to stay reasonably elevated, um, in particular uh, debt servicing. So we've obviously borrowed quite a bit of money over the last three years and interest rates are high at the moment. So yeah, a big part of um, <clears throat> government revenues are going to have to go to debt servicing effectively. And then they expect, while there's going to be a rise in GDP, uh, probably on a per capita basis, it's actually probably going to decrease because of the um, amount of extra people in the country. So, yeah, while things maybe haven't been as bad as what they initially expected, I think it's going to be a pretty tough, um, pretty tough for uh, incoming government for the next few years. So we're trying to have to do more with less, I think. The fact of the matter is, Sam, a lot of farmers won't be paying tax this year. Exactly, and that's what um, I think is going to be a big thing for the incoming government is... That's where uh, a lot of the decrease in tax revenue has actually come from corporates. So, you know, farmers make up that sort of business side as well. So corporate tax pay going forward, I think, is going to be significantly reduced, which um, yeah, obviously impacts what the government can spend their money on. And the net migration is interesting for me as well, just to touch on this too, uh, because everyone who comes into New Zealand, there are a hell of a lot of people that leave, might go in the OE. A lot of them don't come back, so it ebbs and flows as well, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So at the moment, um, we've got sort of more people coming in than leaving. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to sort of see how that flows going forward. You know, I think we've been crying out for people, but obviously this, with that kind of thing, there's always a two-sided um, coin to that, those kind of situations. So, And it's been a lot stronger and a lot higher than what they sort of forecast which, and what they probably wanted. So, The REINZ the housing report is expected this week and it's likely to so, show signs that the housing slump is over. Look, you, you, when you walk around Gore or drive around Gore, there's a lot of sold signs going up on houses as well, and every area is going to be different. Um, are we Have we been immune to that down here in the south? Um, I think in the last three months, I think there's kind of been the story around the country, effectively. I think Gore, or at least more regional towns, have held up a lot better in comparison to the metro centres. But even, um, at least for the, for the report that came out in August, which generally looks at July, was showing um, a slow uptick in house prices. And I think the other key thing was um, days to sell had reduced quite significantly. And I think that's anecdotally right across the country at the moment. So, uh, yeah, houses are moving and uh, prices, I think, are at least stabilised and in some areas, I think, have improved. Um, and obviously a big part of that as well has been net migration, more people in the country, more demand for housing at the moment. What was a figure I read the other day in Queenstown? The average price of a house is like one point six million. Yeah, yeah, no, that wouldn't surprise me. Staggering figures, isn't it? Uh, Sam, yeah. if somebody's listening, want to get in touch with a team at Craig's Investment Partners here on Main Street, the best way to do it. Uh, yeah, either visit us at one hundred and twenty Main Street on Gore, or give us a call on two zero nine zero one five three. Sam Grant of Craig's Investment Partners, always great to chat. Awesome, appreciate it, Andy. Sam Grant, out of Craig's Investment Partners here on Main Street in Gore. Wednesday afternoon, up next, we'll go to Moa Flat. Catch up with James Edgar.